welcome to episode 37 of Marketplace Masters, brought to you by Merchant Spring, the leading marketplace analytics platform for agencies and investors. Marketplace Masters is all about going deeper into the challenges e-commerce sellers face to broaden understanding and provide practical actions to implement. I'm your host, Paul Sonnefeld, and today I am joined uh, by Michael uh, Elliot from EJM Media. In today's episode, we will be discussing how agencies can help their clients build long-term brands. EJM Media is a full-service Amazon FBA agency. They specialize in building brands from scratch and mentoring entrepreneurs to help them build their own FBA business. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show today, Michael. So I just I just unmuted you there. Okay. So, uh, Okay. Thank you for being on the show. Good to uh, good to have you and be part of this live broadcast. Thank you for having me. So let's dive right into it. There's a lot of talk about you know building brands and you know just because you've got a label is it really a brand? You know, there's yeah. a lot of debate out there. So let's start at the basics. To you, uh, what does success look like in terms of building a brand? You know, what is the end goal? What are the metrics that you look for? Yeah, I think. Uh, what's important is to, like you kind of said, just slapping a label on something doesn't necessarily mean that you have a brand. Um, and so it takes a lot of time to build that asset up. And I think that's what you kind of have to keep in mind is you're, you're building an asset, you're building up a brand um, that's going to be long-term and sustainable so that, you know, whether you want to continue building um, it up or eventually go to sell that, you can do that. And I think by not only focusing within Amazon's platform, but by establishing yourself externally is how you're going to kind of come about doing that as opposed to just having that that label or that brand name on um, your packaging and calling it a brand. And are there specific metrics or indicators that you look at to say, actually, this is a brand? Or let's look at it this way, right? If you're looking at two clients that you're looking to take on and they both claim to have built their own brand, how do you quickly assess, uh, you know, who's got more of a brand than others? Yeah, I, I would say just their their listings in general and like the reviews that they have on their listing as well as, you know, are they present externally um, as well? So like anyone who's just starting, I wouldn't say there's necessarily like something that you can say, okay, this person does have an established brand besides just simply looking at their results, their sales, you know, the, the listing themselves and, and, and how many kind of reviews they have. Um, and then like I, I mentioned as well, just do they have a presence external to Amazon? So I think anyone who we take on who has a brand, um, we can very quickly see like if this is a very new brand just by looking at the, the listing and the age of their, their overall brand itself um, and what they're doing externally. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we're talking about taking on clients. Um, I know you work with a lot of uh, new brands or, or sellers and entrepreneurs that are just starting out. Um, so you're at the start of that journey in terms of building their brand. They may have a great product idea, but, you know, their brand is really something that is in its infancy. So take us through as an agency, as you take on these clients, uh, where do you start and, and what does that journey look like? Yeah. So, like, we don't actually typically take on brands that already exist or, or um, you know, cur current sellers. So uh, we we can do that and we do that sometimes, but our main focus is 
mentoring people from scratch who have, you know, maybe they've not even heard of selling on Amazon before, but they're looking to build another income stream. And then on the other end of things, which is kind of more of our backend offer currently, which is, you know, building brands for investors from scratch. So they have also potentially never heard of selling on Amazon. Um, maybe they already own their, their own business. They just want to create more income streams. And so, um, you know, we actually take everything from scratch. Like we choose the product, we, we come up with a brand name and everything. And so it's, of course, a very, very long-term process uh, because everything is kind of, you know, starting from scratch. And so that's, that's where we're starting is we're looking for people who are, you know, either wanting to learn themselves and, and build this themselves, or, you know, if, if, if someone has a little bit more money, like we focus on investors or, you know, current business owners just wanted to have a hands-off kind of uh, uh, model there and have us handle everything. But yeah, again, it's, it's not current brands. Typically it's, it's, we're building this completely from scratch. So it's very important um, that anyone who works with us realizes that like, you got to be in this for the long term. This isn't some, you know, get rich quick thing. It, you know, you have to have to be in this for, you know, the long, long term. I, I was going to, uh, I was going to uh, prod you on that because surely there must be people that come to you and say, hey, Michael, help me build my brand. And you say, sorry, I can't help you. Right. There must be instances where you, you politely decline, wish you all the best. Um, you know, what are those, what are those scenarios? Those are instances where you actually say, you know what, this is yeah. not a good fit. Um, Give us some examples. Make it real. Yes. Yeah. So uh, one one of the main things is is just capital in general. Like if we're talking about, for example, the mentoring kind of aspect of things, you know, if they don't have the capital to kind of put into starting a business, or if if I don't necessarily see fit the amount that they have, um, you know, it's not going to necessarily allow them to to start seeing results, or it's going to be much much harder for them to to see any results for that matter. Um, we will typically say like, hey don't even try starting this like until you have at least maybe five, $10,000 to, to get in. Um, because you're just gonna, you're just gonna end up losing more money. Um, so that's more like the mentoring side of things. And then when we're working with kind of investors, um, or, or people who are just paying us to do everything from scratch, we kind of like make sure that they have at least 40 to $60,000 to put in. Cause we want to start with multiple products with these people. So inventory plus us, um, so that's like the main thing is like we don't even we can't even start with people unless they have that kind of capital. Um, and then, of course, just always making sure that that we do fit in terms of like having a conversation with them um, and just seeing what they've previously done. What are they doing right now? Just making sure we're on the same page with everything, um, uh, both with the mentoring and with the kind of full setup that we do. Yeah. So uh, some due diligence up front to make sure. Uh, They've got the funds. They're serious. You've got yeah. something to work with. Um, and I think, I think um, you know, I've had conversations with people before who I'll ask them, you know, where do you want to be in a year from now? Uh, what kind of capital do you want to be making? Where do you see yourself, you know, from doing this business? And they, they might not have any knowledge of, of how Amazon works. And that's fine. I, I just want to hear what they're going to say. Like, do they want to be making like $20,000 a month in a year from now? Um, and so if it's something like, oh, well, Ideally, I want to be making, you know, whatever, $10,000 within my first few months, <clears throat> like profit. I very, you know, I always make it very clear to people like that's not going to necessarily be realistic. You're going to need a lot of capital to, to kind of do something like that. Um, and either it'll go one of two ways, right? Like they're, okay, you know, that's fine. I didn't realize it was like that, but I understand now. Or some people are like, you know, I want that to be a reality. And there's not 
really any business model that's going to allow you to do that. Yeah. Any business model takes time. Building a business takes time in general. And so when we get those people, I'd rather not work with them than try to convince them that like you need to just be in this for the long run. Just like work with me because it's just not worth our time. Uh, you know, I know that'll be yeah. a bad experience. So they just need to come to that realization on their own that like this stuff takes time. Yeah, there there is no silver bullet. And like anything that you're building, building an asset takes time and yeah. hard work, right? There are no shortcuts. Um, yeah. So let's move on to, okay, once you've taken a client on board, you've found that they're a good fit um, and you lay out, let's say a 12-month program. I mean, I appreciate building rent takes much longer than that, but let's just focus on the first 12 months. You know, what is a typical brand building strategy look like in yeah. the first 12 months yeah so i'm actually in the stage right now of kind of restructuring what we're kind of currently doing with how we're going about building these brands but um you know once we take someone on we were starting with one product before i think now i'm going to require for any investors we work with we start with a minimum of kind of two to three just to have you know those kind of in the pipeline right away um and then also just making sure that when we do launch, like doing as much as possible um, in order to establish a brand pre-launch. So, you know, creating a little bit of hype around it um, by, by, you know, utilizing influencer marketing via, you know, multiple channels, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, and just finding influencers that will be a good fit for that product. Um, and so when we go and launch the product, you know, we could potentially have a bit of buzz around it already, which will help the launch, um, you know, and in turn help the ranking and everything as we kind of make more sales initially. Uh, and so also just focusing on potentially building a, a, their own website so we can uh, collect customer emails. And just by having, you know, these kind of budgets that we're working with, with these people, it allows us to, you know, utilize multiple um, kind of marketing channels where not everyone can potentially do that. They don't have that kind of strong budget. And so after that, it's it's really just starting to establish those kind of initial few products that we have, um, both internal to Amazon by you know utilizing PPC, um, and then external by uh, utilizing influencer marketing. Um, yeah, yeah. So you, uh, I think most agencies listening to the, this podcast or, or aggregate, they're very familiar with you know building the brands on Amazon. But you mentioned two interesting things there. One is building their own website and second, you know, uh, influencer marketing. And, you know, you're sort of just talking about this is like the most common thing. It's just sort yeah. of what you live and live and breathe. You know, most agencies don't really operate in that space. So I want to yeah. tackle both of them separately. Let's start with just a website, right? Building a website. What, in short, what, what would you, what do you see and how do you talk to your clients about what's the role of building their own website, right? Because I'm assuming a lot of the sales are going to come through Amazon uh, yeah. at the end. What is the yeah. role of the website? So the role of the website is to make sure you can have control over your customers, because as we know, you know, Amazon is an extremely strict platform. And so, you know, one of the main roles would be having, um, you know, be, being able to collect emails um, through your website um, by having a little pop up when, when someone comes on there. And whether that be driven through influencer marketing or running Facebook, Google ads, um, that's that's something that's really important, I think, to have the asset of your customers' emails so that you can promote your products, um, potentially offer more discounts for reviews, which is a little bit more risky. But by having the control over, you know, those customers, you have that asset, which is extremely, extremely important. And I think, you know, I talk about 
and we focus building brands on Amazon, but that's not really it. Like we're building a brand. We're leveraging Amazon as a platform because they have over 200 million users and that's what we started with and that's what we're experts at. But I wanted to bring on experts who, whether it be building a website or, or, or someone who's an expert on choosing, you know, influencers for a product so that we could have every area of building a brand in general kind of covered because that's what we're doing. We're not just focusing on Amazon. Yes, it is our main focus. Uh, but, you know, when these people are investing, you know, you know, 60, 70,000 plus dollars right off the bat, you know, we want to focus on, on as many channels as possible. Um, and, and being able to bring on experts at each of those channels is important to us. Um, so that's the, that's the main thing I would say with the website is just being established outside and then having the asset of, you know, collecting emails so that you can, you know, be in touch with your customers. Yeah. 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 So uh, what about the, the second part of my question, which is the influencer marketing? I've got so many questions about that in particular, but, yeah. you know, at our top level is, you know, what channels, what media channels, and how do you even find influencers? So if someone comes to you with a product, how do you find who are the right influencers and yeah. how do you even get in touch with them? So actually three questions there. Um, yeah, yeah. Lots to unpack, but really interested. I mean, a lot of a lot of us that really operate in this space. So yeah. really keen to pick your brain. I, I, so I think uh, using the channel of TikTok is still probably best right now. It's, it's, it's something that um, still has a lot of reach organically. Uh, and, you know, pairing that with a, an influencer that fits and, you know, spending two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars on multiple influencers and testing them out to see which kind of bring the best results is important. Um, and, and the way we kind of go about finding it, and I'll talk about like using, you know, certain tools versus just going about it on your own, because if, if you're going about it on your own, it's really not too difficult like as long as you see that, okay, I'm selling a kitchen product. Let me find, you know, influencers on TikTok that are creating home videos and, you know, um, aesthetic videos about, you know, the products they have in their homes. And I, th I would say like one of the easiest ways to do this is literally go on TikTok and, you know, search up hashtags of, um, you could even do Amazon product finds. Like there's a lot of accounts that literally just post about like, you know, cool products that are being sold on Amazon. Um, or if it's like specific to your niche, you know, just search up a hashtag that's related to your niche and go through like different users, see how many followers they have. Um, you know, of course, realize that the, the, the more followers, more engagement they have, the higher the price is going to be, but it, you have to reach out. It's volume, right? Like you have to reach out to a ton of influencers to see who's going to be the best mm -hmm. fit and test out different influencers to see who's going to be the best fit. Um, so that can be time consuming. Um, the way I would reach out is like, if they have their Instagram attached, you know, you can t potentially just go ahead and DM them on Instagram and ask, Hey, we're looking, you know, for, for someone to work with us long-term and, and kind of help um, creating and, and promoting this product. Um, and, and oftentimes if you find someone who genuinely, you know, likes your products and you send it to them, they will sometimes create videos for free. Like typically that's going to be micro influencers, not these bigger ones. Um, but th that's why TikTok is awesome is because, you know, these micro influencers, yeah, maybe they don't have a ton of followers, but kind of the way the, the TikTok algorithm works is it pushes out videos to new people. So even if they're a small, you know, influencer, the video that they create is being pushed out to a bunch of new followers. And so if they can create, you know, a viral video, um, that, that, that can really, really be useful uh, for your product. Now, if we go about it the other way, um, I was actually just looking at tools. Let me pull up my notes. 
is called, yeah, it's called Rebade. So R-E-B-A-I-D.com. And this is something that allows you to connect your account. And you can, you can basically choose and put into the software that, okay, my budget is $500. The channel I want to use is YouTube, or you could even do Amazon live, right? Which is kind of like, you know, QVC, but it's on Amazon. Um, so you can choose your channel, choose your budget and that automates the process and it, you know, finds kind of these influencers for you. Um, yeah. So kind of a couple of different ways of going about it, but uh, the importance is just to right? like it, it's, it's, it's a platform that is being used so much right now and it still has so much potential in terms of reach. Whereas Instagram, not so much anymore. Like Instagram, it matters a little bit more about how many followers these people have because the organic reach on Instagram isn't great. Whereas TikTok, you can get away with going with someone with less followers, which will allow you to be a lot cheaper or for free, but you still have that chance of, you know, um, getting a lot of eyes on, on your product. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's certainly, I, it feels like it's one of the most underutilized social media channels still out there, even though there's a lot of talk, uh, I don't actually see a lot of people actually using it. Um, so yeah. great to see you guys, you know, knee deep, uh, into that platform. Yeah. Um, are you thinking, is there another platform that's emerging that you're starting to think about? I mean, obviously you're, you're at the sort of uh, tip of the spear in terms of social media and influencer marketing here. What, what are you thinking about when you wake up in the morning and, you know, what do I need to think about in terms of my business and getting ready for the next six to 12 months? Is there something on your, uh, on your short list? In terms of other like platforms of, of using, I, I don't, there's not really any right now besides, um, you know, TikTok is the main kind of one. I, I'm, I haven't, you know, what we haven't done a lot is tested out Amazon Live. I'm going to start trying that out a little bit more um, because, you know, the main thing there is like the barrier to get your product is less. You know, you have your product on TikTok, but then they have to go to the link or find your product and, and buy it on Amazon. Whereas with Amazon Live, you can find these influencers, but it's directly to your listing. So there's less of a barrier to get there. Although it's, you know, it may seem like that's not a big deal. You know, the less barriers there are for any consumer to get to your product and you know, do that add to cart and or buy buy now, you know, is going to help the overall conversions as well. Fantastic. Um let's um let's move on to uh you know the, the more embarrassing part of the uh of the show, which is where I ask agencies well, tell us about you know what are the the big mistakes you've seen people do uh in the market or you know what are some of the learnings you've you've captured yourself. I mean we all yeah. make mistakes and the point is really to to learn from it and you know ideally help others uh, avoid yeah. mistakes as well um what what are the things you would do differently if you do it again yeah so the biggest mistake i think i've made that i've kind of learned from is working with people who don't have the capital and so this is more i'm more specifically talking about when we're building brands for investors but when i kind of first started and we started to offer this i brought on a few people who you know, had had the money at the time for like one product, um, but didn't have extra capital to to push it, you know, through other marketing platforms or just to recover from the initial launch and everything um, from, from being aggressive um, on their launch. And, and so that was a, a mistake that I made with some people is like bringing people on who didn't necessarily have the capital to really push it. And so when they got to the point of being on Amazon and they weren't seeing profits right away, is a little bit more difficult for them to to continue on or to scale, um, and so 
that was not only an issue of capital, but also an issue of like me not digging deep enough into what it is that they're currently doing. Cause like, you know, some people get into this stuff and they like, will quit their job or just stop what they're currently doing and have no income. And it's like, you can't do that necessarily, or at least it's very risky to do that unless you have a ton of money saved up. Um, because you know, as, as we kind of know, you're not going to be profitable on Amazon right away. And so you need to have extra capital and ideally you still have capital coming in to your life to, to kind of fund the business. Um, so that was a big mistake. I think was just working with people who didn't have the, the necessary capital and taking a deeper dive into what it is that they're currently doing for, you know, work. Um, so now it's like, we literally only work with people who are either have, you know, pretty established businesses, um, uh, you know, big investors in real estate, whatever it is, we know that they, they kind of have that capital. Um, I would yeah. say that's the biggest mistake on kind of my end. Now, what I see with people who are going about it on their own, I still think even, even for them, kind of same mistake I made of taking people on who didn't have enough capital, people who go into this with not enough capital and they think they can kind of get away with that or they're like, I want to start with a lesser budget and, and, they just end up losing more money because they've started, you know, too, too thin. Um, and then still just like, you know, investing in, in bad products. Like, you know, it's, it's a very common mistake still or investing in products that might look good overall, but doing nothing to improve upon them. There's just very, there's very simple things you can do with products um, in terms of truly trying to find a way to improve upon it by looking at whatever the reviews are, what are the complaints of the, the other, um, you know, of customers. Um, and if you can't truly improve upon it, doing doing something as simple as adding some sort of bonus item to the main item and it's kind of selling it as a as a bundle, and you have you know this this bonus item to provide more value to the customer, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know we've done that with clients who we've worked with, and just by adding something as a bonus, you know they they see really really great results from a product that like everyone else is already selling, but just by making minor changes like that, it's like okay, well you're going to stand out. Because not only are they getting the main product, but they're getting this little bonus item. You're not necessarily selling it for more than the competitors. So ideally, you you would want to choose something that isn't going to increase your your unit cost too much, so that you can continue at a similar price to competitors. Yeah, yeah, it's bundle a little bit more value and trying to differentiate versus your competitor products. Yeah, um, yeah, very interesting. Very yeah. Interesting. Well, Michael, we're almost out of time, uh, but it's it's this time of year. Prime Day is coming up, uh, yeah. so be remiss of me not to ask you about Prime Day. Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, any insights on what the actual day might be? You know, I ask everyone, and we I was, roughly I was know just, when, but uh, I was just doing some research, but I think it will be kind of in. I believe it will will be in July. I don't know the exact date, but yeah, okay. I know there's a cutoff date for the inventory, though, which I believe is June twentieth. And so that's like, you know, if you're about to ask kind of like some advice on on what to do to prepare for Prime Day, like something as simple as that, like get in your, you know, get in inventory because if if you're low and and you miss that cutoff date, you know, you're gonna miss out on on a, a big boost in potential sales. Um, you don't want to miss out on Prime Day, so just inventory, get that in, make sure you you you're in stock. You're not gonna you're not gonna run out. Um, and then of course, you're you're just gonna you're gonna notice you know, a boost in sales just because of the, the, the um, amount of traffic that is, is kind of going to be brought in um, as a result of Prime Day. But take advantage of that by, you know, utilizing deals, um, coupons, promotions, um, you know, lightning deals, 
so so utilize that stuff now on top of that i think um again like i've been talking about a lot that this podcast external marketing right like don't don't just focus on pvc uh, prepare and get some influencers ready for prime day too um and, and drive more traffic to your listing uh, and then besides that just make sure your your listings optimized overall maybe if you're brand registered you know try out you know some ab testing to see really what's working best on your listing um those are kind of the main things inventory make sure you're in stock don't miss that cutoff date you know utilize you know deals on on amazon and promotions and coupons and lightning deals um and then yeah utilizing different uh, you know platforms if, if you have the budget not everyone has the budget to do so but even like with influencer marketing you can find very very cheap influencers or like i said potential ones that will do it for free if they like your product so so set that up um yeah and then like i said too just making sure your listing is optimized try some a b testing with it uh if, if you're brand registered awesome that's uh, some great advice to uh, to close out we are out of time so let's wrap it up here uh michael thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today uh, course, we certainly appreciate the uh, the expertise you brought to the table today especially educating us about uh, influencers and TikTok and, you know, the role of a website, uh, you know, alongside the brand building exercise. And of course, most importantly, how to uh, do your due diligence as an agency upfront to make sure that you're not, you know, wasting time with uh, with people who may be very aspirational, but really have a limited kind of timeframes or, or funds to really build that brand. So thank you so much for providing the practical tips along the way. Just, you know, for any any viewers that are interested in exploring your service, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? I'm pretty much available anywhere. Um, if you go to ejmmedia.com, you can book a free consultation with me. But if you just want to reach out to me, um, michael at ejmmedia.com or, you know, uh, LinkedIn or Instagram even. You can, you know, go on ejmmedia and DM us and uh, I'll, I'll be sure to respond. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank Michael, you for having me. to have you. That's it for this episode of Marketplace Masters. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and don't forget to visit Merchant Spring to access exclusive offers only available to viewers of this show. Till next time. 